Hello and welcome to another edition of Addition. I'm your host, Adi Adewusi. I'm a product manager in big tech, a mathematician, a futurist, tech optimist, artist, and creator. And I'm here every week bringing you the news, the hot topics in tech, some career advice, and letting you know what I'm geeked out about this week. So those of you may know that today is going to be a bomb drop of an episode. I have major updates. and But before I get into today's episode, if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and click the like button and subscribe. Leave a comment if you have any questions or thoughts on this video. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any podcast player, go ahead and follow or subscribe. And I would love if you could leave a five-star review. It's those five-star reviews that keep me going. Okay, you can also follow me on TikTok at EditionPod, Twitter, wait, sorry, TikTok at Edition with Addy, Instagram at Edition with Addy, Twitter at EditionPod or Addy Adewusi. All of the links are in the show notes as usual. And you can also subscribe to this podcast directly in your email inbox by subscribing to the Substack. It's editionpod.substack.com. Okay, so today I'm not following the typical format from the episode because I know you all have been waiting for me to share my major career update. Okay, drum roll please. I resigned from Microsoft on July 1st. I know this may come as a huge surprise. I had such a great experience at Microsoft. I worked with the most amazing people. I worked on such a significant project. I had a great manager, a great skip level, amazing mentors, great teammates. It really was a life-changing, career-changing opportunity and role for me. And I am leaving. It has been what? It will be one year, one month, and a half. So I stayed, let's say, 14 months. And that may come as a shock. (laughs) And if you look on my LinkedIn, you know that I honestly have not stayed at a job longer from two years. So this is not new for me. But before you think that I'm a job hopper, I want to take some, well, I am, but I want to explain a little bit as to why I make the career moves that I make. So some of you may not know, but I'm a child of immigrant parents. My mom moved to the U.S. the year I was born from Liberia because a civil war broke out in Liberia the year I was, while I was, you know, still in her belly. And so she came to the U.S. to start her whole life over. And eventually I moved to the U.K. to live with my grandmother, who's also, you know, single mom. You know, she was working at a department store, the best department store in England, but still, you know, working class. And they happened to trigger warning jealousy okay like i i just want to tell my honest authentic story so if you are someone who gets comfortable uncomfortable hearing people who are uh, people who may have like different gifts than you like just don't listen to this podcast um but they happen to have found that they they had a gifted daughter and that's me so my mom and my grandmother made so many sacrifices 
for my education. And oh my goodness, I never thought I would get emotional talking about this, but um, well, at least on the podcast. But when I was three years old, I was reading novels, to be honest. And so my grandma put in the effort to put me into, to start school early in the UK. So the UK school, people start school, I believe, four. In the US, people start school at five. So I started school at three. Um, and, you know, it was out of my school district. She found a neighbor who had a kid that went to the same school and we walked to school together. You know, she really went out of her way to make sure I was getting the right education for for me and that I wouldn't be, you know, bored or left behind. And when I moved back to the U.S. to live with my parents, my mom really did her best to keep me focused on school, make sure I was getting into the right, like, gifted and talented classes and, you know, taking me to the library as much as I wanted to to get all the books I wanted because I loved to read. And the biggest game changer was for high school. She found a program, it's called A Better Chance, and that was a way for me to go to a college prep boarding school for free, essentially. I'm sure she paid some amount of money, but for the most part, it was free. So my family set me up for success. So to relate this to tech, like my mom and my grandma were my my initial VCs. You know, they they invested in me and they expect a return, okay? Okay? Okay. So if you, depending on the culture you're from, it's fully expected to take care of your parents. I would say in the U.S., it's the opposite way around. Your, Your parents are expected to take care of you, like maybe even pay for your down payment for your host first home. I'm really like happy for you all, but that is not my experience. For a lot of cultures, it's the reverse. The kids are supposed to take care of their parents. So that being said, um, I, I work for my family. And I can say that now because I truly am not employed by anybody. Um, I have three weeks off in between my Microsoft position and my next position, which I will share. Um, And I work for my family, okay, first and foremost. So every job, I I meant to go through and calculate the percentage increases in my salary or my, my earnings or my total compensation for each job. But just know it's been significant. I have never left a job if it wasn't because I had a better opportunity to be able to be there for my family with the next opportunity. So I want to say it's not personal, but it is personal. It's personal to me. Um, As you know, on this podcast, I've been talking about inflation. I've been talking about investments being down. I've been talking about the current market. And so what I have to do for myself and my career is make sure my earnings are outpacing inflation. And sometimes it's easy to, you can do that within your own company. And sometimes you have to move to another company to be able to do that. That being said, I worked very hard for Microsoft and they absolutely did compensate me well and um, made sure 
I, I was, I knew that they wanted to keep me like, and I want to thank my manager, my skip level, my org, my mentors for advocating for advocating for me. Um, I really appreciate that. That being said, sometimes timing does not work in certain people's favor for in this case, the timing just didn't work. Um, the motions, things were already set into motion and there was no turning back. So I was in the, I was put into a difficult situation and I made the choice, the best choice for me and my family, which was to put in my notice on July 1st at Microsoft. And when I say put in my notice, um, there's a meme on TikTok, my two minutes instead of my two weeks. I, I gave them more than two minutes, but um, it, I, it was the same day I gave my notice was the same day that I left. And uh, that sounds crazy because that goes against every single piece of career advice Ever. You always give two weeks notice and I and I firmly believe that. The only reason why I couldn't give them two weeks notice was because because I was leaving for a competitor. Um, a lot of times you are walked out the same day that you give notice to say you're leaving for a competitor. So I had already negotiated my start date for my next position as much as I possibly could. I desperately needed a vacation. And one drawback of job hopping is that you, you're never in a company long enough to take like a significant vacation. Most people don't take huge vacations within their first year. And since I'm averaging, let's say like a little less than a year and a half, I haven't really truly gotten a real vacation since I started working in corporate. So I really wanted to make sure that I had you know, three weeks off in between. That was the most I could get. Um, I had to fully expect to be walked out and asked to leave Microsoft the same day that I gave him my notice. Um, it turns out that's not a blanket policy, but it was too late. Like the decision had already been made and I had planned my whole life around July 1st being my last day. So before I share where I'm going next, I want to give Microsoft their flowers. So first, Microsoft is so committed to diversity and inclusion. So committed to diversity and inclusion. And more so than any company I've ever worked at and more so that I've ever um, seen. Like, you know, I read the news and I, you know, keep up with things. And I would say Microsoft definitely not only do they put their money where their mouth is, they walk the walk. They don't just talk the talk. So I absolutely, it was very easy for me to find a home at Microsoft. It was very easy for me to connect with people of my different affinities. And I, I don't know if I'll work at a company with a better diversity and inclusion program than Microsoft. So that's the first thing. Second, their culture is top notch. So they have this, um, they have a few cultural things like being a learn it all versus a do it all or a, a know it all. So they put into practice the habit of learning 
and asking for help as opposed to the opposite of that, which would be like assuming that you know the best and also assuming that everyone else should know and being critical towards people. We always, well, I can't say we anymore, but Microsoft, um, the culture always comes from a place of learning and understanding and compassion, which I personally have never experienced before at a company. So I really, I really admire that, that they're all about learning and growing. And I, I think that's a great culture. They also invest in morale events. If you follow me on TikTok, you saw the most recent one that I went to at Pet Shack. Um, I was able to fly to Redmond, Washington for a winery morale event. If you've seen me on TikTok, I did one about that as well. And um, they really did, they also paid for my trip to Afrotech exec in Brooklyn. You know, they really do care and I highly recommend Microsoft as a place to work if you are looking. So truly an amazing company. The hardest decision I had to make in my life to leave. Um, and But I made that decision. They're, I'm going to miss my team, miss my manager, um, my mentors. It really is bittersweet. So I want to thank Microsoft for the bottom of my heart for, you know, employing me and showing up as an employer should. And I apologize that I had to leave so abruptly, but hopefully um, listening to this episode, you understand why. Okay, so where am I going next? I'm going to Google, you guys. I'm going to Google. And I'm allowed to be happy about this. I am... I basically like achieved my dream. Um, Google is a company I didn't even think to apply to until last fall. And I was so shocked when they interviewed me. And I, I would say that's imposter syndrome for me. I would say because even though I have all these pedigrees, like great, great schooling, great education, Ivy League, math major, I was shocked at when I was breaking into the job market how I wasn't really getting like the best opportunities. That being said, I didn't really apply to the best opportunities. I think I had so much imposter syndrome to get over that once I didn't get my dream job right out of college, um, I, I was applying for uh, Bridgewater and Associates and I made it to the final round and I didn't make it most likely because I got emotional in the last uh, interview round because they asked about why I wanted the job. And whenever I talk about my family and the things that my mom and grandmother did for me, I always get teary-eyed and I feel like that's what made me blow the interview. But once I didn't get um, the Bridgewater position, I, I took that as, oh, I'm just, I had also applied for City didn't get it, apply for JP Morgan. The person I was dating at the time, their dad was like a, what do they call it when they manage a portfolio? But he was a high up at JP Morgan and I still didn't get the position. So because I had such a, a terrible experience in corporate recruiting, I kind of had this imposter syndrome of like, oh, my education doesn't mean anything. I 
you know, I just need to take the best jobs that I can get. But when something is for you, it is for you, okay? And so it didn't happen immediately, but now I can say I'm an incoming marketing technology manager at Google, and I am so excited to start. So I'm going to keep this episode under 20 minutes, but I'm going to talk a little. Actually, do I want to talk about why? Maybe I won't talk about it this episode. Um, let's wait till I start, and then I can explain um, why going to Google was so appealing to me um, on, on many levels. And basically, as I mentioned before, I work for my family, and this position was the position that would give me um, the means to provide for my family. So I know I didn't talk about the news, as you know, like (laughs) it's all negative right now and I really don't want to talk about it today. I just wanted to get this episode out to let you all know about my news. I wanted to give Microsoft an official farewell. I wanted to tell you a little bit more about my personal story. And I hope you all are happy for me. I really do because I'm, I'm happy for me and I'm really looking forward to spending the next couple weeks. I'm going to see my family. Uh, I'm going to Dartmouth next weekend for my seven year reunion. I'm already going to connect with some people, I've already connected with some people who are going to be there. My family's all in Boston, which is on the way. So I'm going to see them on my way back. I'm going to see some of um, the women from my um, career coaching program that live up in Boston. And I am doing a lot of spa, rest, relaxation, recovery, and I I really hope you all are happy for me. So that's today's episode of Edition. I will see you again, if not tomorrow, Friday. I am going to change the cadence of Edition because I am about to start a new job and I know I won't be able to do five days a week. So plan on seeing me again on Friday so you won't be disappointed. And I just want to thank all of you for your support along the way. All right. I'll see you on Friday.